Let's do this. I'm talking too much. Let's go. Sitting here with uh, Drew Herrickle. Drew Herrickle. From? Uh, I play with Cody Jenks. Cody Jenks. Guitar player. Keys uh, player. Keys player. Most of keys. Yeah. I do some guitar. <laughs> I noticed, do you upshift a lot on your guitar? There is a... Oh, Jake, Jake does. Jake does some some crazy some crazy like uh, I, what do you call it? Like yeah, I guess like upstrokes or, or uh, different framing kind of stuff. Because you, know? you definitely has fun on your top. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I, you know when I rock out, I, I become I'm not the not the cleanest guitar player in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm kind of a sloppy player, so kind of it rips up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, he's. How how old is that guitar? Uh, I've owned it maybe a year. I bought it right before uh, that music video we did for "Hurt You." Uh, that's the guitar I'm playing in that, oh, and that really? was like brand new back then. So it's like not scraped up at all, and like over the year, like over the past year, it's gotten <laughs> worn in. Yeah. That's great. Are you a digital or analog guy? Uh, as far as oh, oh, I wanted to ask you: your cabinet is that mm-hmm. a like a Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's a it's a real uh, B two and a Leslie. Oh, Leslie, yeah. dude! I was gonna ask. I was like, no way. Yeah, I, I tore the real thing. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, it's got the same. It's got the vents. I was like, yeah. they went way out to make it vintage. And all oh that. no, no, no! I don't believe in in the fake like piano shell really? thing. I think it looks hokey. Like, just play the real thing, or just show people what you're playing. You yeah. know what I mean? Wait, wait, where does that go on the bus? Uh, it it lives on a truck. Like oh, semi, really? yeah. The semi like you, follows the two buses and okay. Yeah. Because if, if you were just strictly doing bus, you couldn't. You, oh, I mean, we did before. Uh, before we had the truck, we only got the truck recently. Uh, we toured two buses and uh, two giant trailers, like one behind each bus. Like, really? Yeah, and they were loaded up, like full. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw that, and I was like, okay, <laughs> that's the real deal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you're playing guitar with What's, what's your go-to amp? Uh, I am a really... I, I, I used to be a real big shill for Princeton Reverbs. I love Princeton Reverb amps. Like, the Silver Faces, the Black Faces. Yeah. Um, I've got, like, a one of those newer Silver Face uh, Princeton reissues that I have in the studio. But I recently built a... Uh, a clone of an old Brown Face Deluxe. And oh, really? that is, like, probably my favorite amp right now. Really? Yeah. So you're, like... Pedal guy? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I have uh, over the years uh, designed guitar pedals, built guitars for a living. Like I've I have I've done a lot of different jobs in music over the years. That's cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so much more I want to ask about that. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's I guess uh, the lead the lead guitar player. Does he play a? Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's. I think a it's wobbler. A, I think it's a top hat. Like the the amp is a top hat. Okay, there, there was a lot of like L's on the. Uh, I don't know it, on the on his on his thing, but it looked like he was playing a. a, a, a is it Brent or Brent Mason? Uh, oh, oh yeah, he has one of those ego compressors. The the uh, the wobbler. The wobbler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was like, okay, I have one of them. Why don't I sound like that? He 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 knows how to dial compression in just yeah. right, man. He's Chris really is, Chris good. Is he a does like really cool. Oh yeah, real good banjo rolls and everything. Yeah, he's, and they're tasty. Yeah, dude, they're he, never out of place. I've never played with another guitar player quite like him. He is 
this weird amalgamation. I call him like the Keith Richards of Dallas because like no one can play quite like him. He has such a reputation. The dude used to play for like Jack Ingram back in the day. Really? Like uh, 1100 Springs, if you know about that band. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a great like uh, DFW local um, just honky talking. Really? Yeah. I was saying from my perspective, I was like, that's the Mick Mars of country. Yeah, dude, totally. Right by so, Absolutely. That's, <laughs> and that's no offense to him. No, no, like, not at all. Whoa. No, I'm sure he'd take that as compliment. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and he, I was kind of like, come on, man. You know, let me, let me give you the horns. Let you know you're killing yeah, yeah, it. You know? I get, they're dancing. Oh, yeah. They're girls. Throw them the picks, but hey. Here's your bra. Yeah, that dude, that dude, <laughs> that dude keeps it smooth 24-7. Yeah, man. it was great. And, uh, oh, God. Like, what else are we talking about? So now, now, now that COVID's done, full speed? Full speed? Uh, I mean, we're, we're scaling up again. We're playing more small arenas, stuff like that, which before COVID, we weren't really doing a lot of. Yeah. You know, so it's it still seems like we're growing. It was a little hiccup in the true decorate, but, you know, it seems like everything's doing pretty good still. Yeah. That's good. Uh, you know, it was a struggle earlier this year with certain markets, just like, you know, because certain state COVID regulations wouldn't allow a certain size concerts still for a while. So we had to, like, pick and choose where we were touring. But, you yeah. know. So what's it? So you guys, you guys are independent. Yeah. No record label. No. How? What are the the, the cons of that, and also the positives of being? Is there like a dichotomy of? I mean, they, I I can't really fully speak on it because I'm not really involved in the business end so much. But like, I know you know major market radio play is pretty hard to come by. Yeah. Um, but. You know, the, the pros is, you know, like Cody puts on these shows himself with the with the production company and like so at the end of the day, like when we make the records and we do the shows, there's no one else that he has to pay any money to. They don't get ten percent just for existing. Yeah. Like he gets all everything he makes, you know? Yeah. And with the records too, you know. Yeah. And he's cool. and he's always been pretty uh pretty gracious about, you know, uh cutting the band and the crew in on some of that as well. So Oh dude, that's awesome. So pretty much all around good guy. Yeah, man, he's a great dude. Great dude. So what what would you say to people that they don't know they like country yet? Somebody that likes Slayer, mm-hmm. Megadeth, Metallica, and all. Yeah. What What would you tell them? Uh, I mean, I didn't listen to country music before I was probably seventeen, eighteen years old. Didn't grow up in a household with country music. Yeah. Um, I discovered it later in life, and. I like it a lot now. It took a while. You know, I first started doing it as a gig, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just getting paid doing it because that's what's paying living in Texas. But, man, like, there is, for as much there as there is heavy music, there is also, like, heavy songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of times I've, I've found heavier songs in country than I've ever found listening to metal. Absolutely. You know? I t- yeah. I totally know what you mean. Because like when I started doing like the uh, the reaction videos, when they talk about like you know soldiers not coming home and yeah. talking about, and it's just like this is dark dark content, man. Yeah. Like murder ballads. Like, yeah, come on, man. Like <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a fucking thing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, uh, who's who's your favorite metal band? Mm. 
or golly um i know that's not hard it, it's, i guess it depends on the style of metal ah um you know i i used to play in a prog metal band back in college um and like, like we used to listen to a lot of like between the buried me and dream theater oh, or, you know, like definitely. very technical progressive stuff like yeah. that um but at the same time like i'm also a huge fan of like uh, like I recorded with uh, with a metal band out of Nashville called Howling Giant, and they're a stoner metal group. And so, really? like, listen to a lot of like the Sword, Red Fang, you know, just like droney, jammy, fucking like heavier rock metal kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Almost like throwback to like Sabbathy shit. You know? That's cool. And uh, favorite country. Uh, favorite country like songwriter group like i'm like what you're, era you're, you're, <laughs> you're so tuned in the industry i didn't even think about that just like if if you were gonna put a song on now what, what would you put on uh like it, country or otherwise because like so i almost i almost <laughs> answer with the top 40 songs because i'm a fucking sucker for pop music too i love pop oh, <laughs> Yeah, when I was growing up, I had a belt. It was my Michael Jackson belt. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, I love Michael Jackson, man. Uh, I don't know. Let me look at what I've been playing on my phone recently. Uh, it's fun. It's easy. You know the words yeah, after, I mean, like, it's, it's a minute good, and a half. It sounds good, man. Um, Ain't no, no shame in the game. Uh, there's a cool indie artist, Madison Cunningham. I've been listening to a lot recently. She seems like she's kind of popping off lately. Uh, Inc- oh, dude, oh. Incubus's uh, bass player... Ben Kenny has a great solo record. Really? From back in like 2010 I was called just Burn saying, the Tapes that I've been listening to again recently. Really? I love I, that I record. I almost put on my Twitter, pardon me, where is Incubus? Oh, yeah, you just played in Dallas recently. Really? Like, yeah, the show got rained out and halfway through. I had a uh, bunch of friends go. It's funny because I, I, I know a lot of these pictures. Uh, yeah, uh, Matt Nathanson. That's like the, the indie, uh, indie acoustic pop from like mid-2000s. Oh, I, I don't know that uh, a great LA artist, Mike Viola, uh, Rhett Madison, all these LA artists, like these indie, indie pop, indie rock guys that are doing shit, super underground. Like they have like a dedicated fan base, even though it's small, but like it is, it is some of the coolest, weirdest music I've heard lately. Really? I love it. I love cool, weird. How about like, do you know like Reed's Southall band? Yeah. Yeah. I know those guys. Yeah. It's, it's insane. They're that good, that young. Yeah, I, and like I, I forget that he's like I think when I met him he was still like 19, 20 years really? old. Yeah, I, it's funny is they they started a TikTok and mm-hmm. it was like this is the only Reed South Hall. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, he's they're like young men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely like on the it was side. it was weird because I was like, man, I just really. And it turns out I was like, oh, they only follow 15 people, and they follow me. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Like there's a, there's a bunch of like really new like mm-hmm. it's crazy there's so yeah well you're from Texas right yeah yeah I, uh, born and raised in Dallas yeah what uh why is Texas such a, a plethora of talent uh man I it's hard to say exactly I know like partially UNT uh the the college one of the state colleges up there has a great music school like so okay. Like, uh, it's like number it's like number one or number two jazz school in the nation. So oh, like, really? A lot of great musicians already go there for that if they're not really? from there. Is that originally. Like, where, like Mike, Mike McClure and all? Uh, I don't I don't know if he went there. I, I'm, uh, I'm I mean I'm familiar with Mike. I just don't. I don't yeah, know. I just I just know the uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, um, but there's also there's a huge gospel community 
out in Dallas um, as far as like like uh, church musicians and whatnot, both like in the prison worship and in the like like the black church or whatever you want to call it, the yeah. gospel community. And like they have, it is such a cutthroat environment at times, depending on the church, because there's so many local churches and everyone's got their own band, you know? So like, it's like, you know, you growing up in those kind of churches, it's like, man, you get the opportunity, you want to learn how to play drums, yeah. they'll let you play drums on a service. And then like, you just got to keep your chops up because if you don't cut it, then there's three guys really? behind you wanting their fucking chops. So it's like know? a... That kind of shit, you know? Uh, but It's like a Sabbath, like, uh, battle of the bands. Like, yeah, yeah, in a way. But, like, everyone, gotta, but the, the community is so, even though it is, like, cutthroat about, like, who gets to play the gig, it's so connected and everyone is so, oh, like, like great about, like, helping everyone yeah. learn and become better musicians so that the level of musicianship really just keeps escalating. And then I was talking to a friend a couple years ago about this, how a lot of guys in Dallas... You know, when they want to go professional and they don't want to do the country music scene, because that's a lot of what's around there. Yeah. That and, uh, I guess, Neo Soul in Dallas. But um, if you want to, like, go do the pop thing, top 40s thing, a lot of guys will move to L.A. And I had a buddy who, A-plus vocalist, phenomenal, like, worked in, like, every cover band in town. And he was a trumpet player as well. And he was, like, it, so, like, he admittedly was, like, yeah, I'm, like, you know, a B-minus trumpet player. He went to L.A., he was getting gigs on tours as a trumpet player way easier than he could as a vocalist. Really? Because the because there's not as much work out there, it was pushing everyone to be that much better just to get ahead. Yeah. So because of the lack of opportunity out there on like the world tour scale or the international yeah. tour scale, you know? But yeah, like even like the whole reason we're sitting together is the outreach that Texas Music and musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 the, uh, the, all the way from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. The, 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 uh, the Texas scene is so weird because, like, I, there are artists that, like, successful, like, retired now that have spent their entire lives only ever touring in Texas. And you can make an entire living, a good living, and never leave the state because yeah. there's so many markets to play because it's such a large state. Yeah. yeah. And because the the... Uh, I guess the state pride is also such like an integral part of Texas country. Yeah. That, you know, it becomes a, you know, uh, it's its own tour circle, essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like some of the bigger artists will like obviously go out and to the point where they've influenced so many people that they're like, you know, we're touring up here in Baltimore. Or, like, yeah. I, I work with some bands now that are from the Pacific Northwest. There's a whole scene of country music around like, like Bend, Oregon, uh, like Portland, uh, Seattle, really? that is this total, uh, not like a copycat of Texas country. It's its own thing, but it is very much rooted in the same style of music. And all these bands are getting so much more airplay from fans in Texas than they are from their own home state that they're like touring in Texas all the time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like they're flying down and they're like yeah. spending weeks and weeks down there. It's almost kind of like the new music city if yeah. you like music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fort Worth is definitely becoming its own little like neo Nashville in a sense. Yeah. Now that Austin's kind of become its own version of LA, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You have to go back. Oh, no, I'm, I was just checking on time. I've got a couple more minutes. Oh, oh, God, that was great. Minute. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Or? Ah, anything you 
It just, oh, oh. <laughs> it just be you. Uh, no, I mean, no, man. Ask me something. <laughs> I don't know. I could, I could ramble on about. I can ramble too. Like, uh, what have you been listening to recently? Uh what I've been listening to recently, Uncle Lucius. Keep okay. The woods away. Yeah, man. There and um, Reed Southall band, Dax Perrier. That's something I'm not familiar with. He's from uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know. Uh, man, there's so many new guys I've listened to. I'm like, oh my god, uh, Shane Smith and the Saints. Oh yeah, yeah, love those guys. I I used to play the Christmas shows with them all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, like about once a year, I'd like hop in and play with them for a little bit. Are you going to be at Mile Zero Fest this year? Uh, I don't think I am, but uh, I'm going to be the only person I know. uh, Born and raised uh, next month. If you're going down to Tulsa for that. Where's that? Uh, like outside, yeah, outside of Tulsa. With uh, Zach Bryan? Yeah, Zach Bryan's on there. We're on there with Cody. Uh, I think I'm playing also with like Jamie Lynn Wilson and a couple other like great songwriters out there. They have a. Is there still tickets? I'm not sure. I haven't looked. <laughs> but it's it is like a Texas Red Dirt songwriter just or like I mean, ordeal. Last year was the first one they ever did, and yeah, it really. was one of the best run festivals I've ever been a part really? of. Really. I, Zach Bryan's uh, fiddle player hit me up, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, dude." Okay. And next thing you know, they're like, "To the moon!" Oh yeah, like, dude, they've been they've been skyrocketing. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably like, "I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I never said hit me up. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, how about oh, did you know Austin Mead? Yeah, yeah, dude, I know Austin. Austin Mead. If Hunter S. Thompson was still alive, he would listen to Austin Mead. Yeah, like psychedelic darkness. I, yeah, that is a good way. Of, that is a good way of describing his music. It's so darkness. different. Yeah, and I, and I love it. And people are like, because well, like it's definitely like from where he used to be as a writer, it's definitely gotten heavier and rockier, and yeah. like just like it's more in your face. Yeah, you know. And he, if I do one of his songs, mm-hmm. he tells me what it's about. Yeah, he's like, oh, just you know, this. Uh, I just want to see if it would stick. Black Sabbath. Yeah, because I thought I know. I, honestly, I never expected anybody with a blue check mark to ever hit me up. Oh, for real? And next thing you know, like, Austin means like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love The Darkness. That's a great thing. And I'm like... Oh, oh like the band The Darkness? The, the, the Darkness. Oh, oh, oh. But Austin Mead was like, I love The Darkness. Mm-hmm. I like that likeness. And I'm like, oh, shit, I gotta watch what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God forbid. Because I didn't... Mm. Somebody said Duke came by not. Okay, yeah. I did not know that was Cody Jenks. Right. And I was like, okay, man, this is your band. Mm-hmm. And you can go through and I right, said, right, right. you need to get an IR impulse mm-hmm. because this sounds like a, a boss DS1 direct. Your distortion, terrible. <laughs> and, and I'm like going through and I'm like, oh, man. And then they're like, no, that's the guy that did yeah, that. That's, that's, that's Cody. Yeah, yeah like, that's Cody's, oh. Cody's metal group. Like, and I was like, I can't delete it. Because it was honest. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. But I just saw it and I'm like, the tones on that record are very interesting. Um, so, funny funny enough, like. Uh, don't tell me you did. No, I, I'm, I'm all the background <laughs> harmonies on that record. And say anything bad um, about them. But um, Jake, our other lead player. Um, the reason he has the gig with us is he was the guy that was hired in to do all the guitars for the Kid My Nod record. Really? And we liked him so much we asked him to come and join the country band. Um, and so like they're like he's the band leader for Kane by Nod now, and they're actually doing their first performance in Dallas next week, I think it is. 
I need to do a redemption video. No, no, no. I mean, like, you're you're allowed to have your opinion about Tom's. No, I meant, well, man. And I are response would have been great. A, a simulated cab. Because <laughs> hey, well, I've I mean, done it. I've done it. I, I want to say that a lot of the a lot of that guitar tone was like, what was it? What was it? Fifty nine Les Paul through like a JCM nine hundred, like with a bunch of pedals in the chain too. Really? But yeah, it was. But I like, want to say the core tone of that was like pretty like golden rock. Like I'm I'm trying to think of the song. I can't even think of a song. I thought it was the kid that commented. And oh right, right, right. And then I got a bunch of like messages are like, no, dumb, dumb. That's the guy you just really liked his song. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? Yeah. Because I didn't like. Because I was like, yo, you guys. This your singer's fantastic. You need to put money in your production, your engineer. Right. Yeah. Well, it was the Give same. It was the same, it was the same engineer that did um, our last record, Mercy. Like we did, we cut both the records at the same time. Like we had two different studios next to, next door to each other, and we were bouncing back and forth between the rooms, like for like a month. He's like, hey, you like? <laughs> nah, man. That's funny. No, it, it's definitely. It was. I think it was different than. It was like the, the intention was because like Cody, I think wanted to make a thrash record, oh, really? from what I understand. And like personally, I really like the Kane Renaud record like overall, just because I think it reminds me of like '90s STP, you know, like the heroin rock era, you know, like the really just droney, just <laughs> yeah. like mumbly shit. Like I and I love Singing that, through but it has ups. it has a bit of like like aggression at times, but like it's still I think a little more melodic and musical than yeah. say like. You know uh, the the eighties Metallica yeah, shit yeah, before like, they figured yeah. out that you could turn up angelic the metal, you know attitude. I mean? like, yeah, yeah. Like we're here to gently ruin everything, but we'll fix it before we leave. Yeah. No, but yeah, uh, yeah. Funny enough, uh, that song "Middle Finger." All the gang vocals on that are all of us in, in Cody's band in the country band, like just shouting, and doing gang vocals. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to ask, his yeah. guitar, are there, are those three P90s? Oh, Chris's? Yeah, yes. three P90s. Oh, that's what that tone was. I said, they're all P90s. Yeah, yeah I think they're a little overwhelmed, too. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're fucking, that's, a, they're that's hot. a hot guitar. Dude. Oh, yeah, so hot. Because yeah. I, I, I saw him adjusting, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're definitely P90. But he doesn't have any buzz or anything. Very Oh, clean. I mean, I, they're not super hummy. I think he, he keeps it under control. Just like how he runs his, his pedals and, nice. and, the, and the amp and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Before that guitar, he he had another like brown tail. It was just two P90s. Oh, really? So when he got this new one, he had that one in the middle. It's like just to get the, some kind of stratty things yeah. if he needed it, you know? What, what's Cody play? I couldn't. Um, that guitar, he has this custom Fender. It's like a blacked out Tele kind of thing that's that he plays you. a lot. Uh, and there's this other guitar he's been playing recently. Uh, a friend made him, uh, what, nine point guitars, I think he calls himself. It's uh, the same guy who makes that blue tally that Jake plays. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> nah, that dude, that's, that's... Oh, you and doing an outro? Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, follow me on socials. Drew Herical, uh at Woollybeard, W-O-O-L-Y-B-E-A-R-D. Uh... I produce records. I record. Uh, hit me up if you want keys on your records. I, I do remote recording. Uh, I do uh, distance recording. You want to come to the studio, stay for a week, record at my place, you can. Uh, hit me up for that if you want it on the socials. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, 
I'm producing a record right now for this guy, Tim Lightyear. It's fucking amazing. You should listen to that once it comes out, whenever it comes out. Uh, I think we're putting out an acoustic EP next month and then uh, this record come out early next year. So look out for that. It's really good. If you like like Beatles, that kind of shit. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I know it's not metal or country, but... (laughs) It's music. Yeah, it's good music. Actually, that dude used to play uh, lead for Shane Smith back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, for like years and years and years. I mean, so like he's kind of tied into that whole circle too, <laughs> you know. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>